All right, people, we are back. We are back at B Nerd talking about that talk. Uh, what are we talking about today again? Today, the topic is sharing, right? That was way too fast. Usually, we go back and forth. <laughs> as oh, we if, banter like, as if we like, yeah. don't remember. Well, what like, was it? To be fair, it's been a while. It's been a hot second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we have it. Since then, there's been like a week of like air pollution that we're all just kind of fading away. Mm-hmm. And lots of drama, lots of post-apocalyptic face masks around town. <laughs> yeah, so we had a little break there. Uh, I think what we did is we learned what we had done and how it's impacting people, and we wanted to just hit the hit the gas. So we you know, last episode you saw Shauna, mm-hmm. and that was great. Um, that was an amazing conversation. It was so great that she just couldn't contain herself. She's back again today, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and she loves it. So I'm so happy she's back. What about you? Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say, I think we just spent the time like gathering the troops because we're gonna have a lot of people here today. It's gonna yeah. be like one of those like situations where everyone's like, "Wait, who is speaking now?" <laughs> That's okay. We will slowly introduce them, and then hopefully people just melt into enjoyment. And it doesn't and they matter. Don't care. Yeah, they don't care because I don't want to be right. So today, I mean, you said sharing. What does that? What does sharing mean to you? Like. Why do people have to do it? I feel like I think immediately of children because it's like that's when you learn how to share. And so I think of like kids and you going through that lesson. Like I have a two-year-old nephew and him going through the lesson of this is my toy. But now he has a little brother and now he has to learn about this toy is not always his toy. Sometimes this toy is somebody else's toy. Mm -hmm. And like initially he hated it. And now he gets, like, satisfaction. He, like, gives things to his little brother, Ooh. who's, like, a baby. doesn't want any of the things. Does he but, do like, anything after he hands it to him? He gets, like, all giddy. He gets, like, all smiley. Like, him, And then, like, yeah. just gives it to him and, like, acts like a little goof. But, Ooh. like, I think he learned how to share. It was, yeah. like, you have to see it happen because that's what kids figure it out. And then, do you ever see adult sharing ever? At all, even a little bit. Besides Uber pools, that's not the same thing. By that's way. not the same because you like don't, don't even to talk to the person. Shout out to Jesus for giving us that soundbite. Yeah, they tried to make it sound good, but sharing as adults, I think, is a lot more squirrely, which is another which is a way to say that they don't share. They, they just give all the nuts it. to themselves. <laughs> it's hard though because I think. You know, we talked about this plenty of times, like the idea that someone told you you're going to be great, you're going to be the best, you're going to be amazing. And as you get all these things, no one told you that it was the same as getting that toy uh, because that was a gift. Right. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, people read books, they joke about it. Oh, you have these gifts. You got to share them. Right? Like that gift that you mm-hmm. were given that toy from your mom, like you shared it to the, you know, like he, your nephew did it to his brother. That's something you, you had and you realize immediately it's only not yours. Right. Like. And the problem with adults is like we are completely trained to believe that every year we've gotten is because of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've broken down a little bit before in collectivism and a little bit about that ego. But that doesn't mean, you know, just because we talked about it, that it's not real, right? Like people still have the ego. People still don't collect and talk to each other, you know, and there's no reason to share. There really is no reason. I mean, in this society. So how do we get them well, to do that? I think it's not until you start to actually experience like that like intrinsic joy. joy that you Ooh. get from sharing which like is what's your nephew's name colin i call him call 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 yeah he's cute i could talk about him for a lot longer but we won't do that <laughs> we won't do it today all right all right but like yeah it's like i think just to like see and that's why i always distill it down to kids because they don't mask things like as an adult like you could give somebody something and then like you try to be cool and like not make it seem like you're like a warm inside trying to figure out they're gonna like the thing that you gave them mm-hmm. or like the gift like you do give them a gift card rather than like getting them like actual things where you get to experience like that sort of Joy. engagement and that like sort of like total connection between a person 
And people, if you don't do it, then why would you do it again? And why would you bring it up to the right. next level? And why would you continue to like try to lift that person up with you and share in like whatever the success is? Like right. instead, if you're just thinking about it as this like kind of blinds, like you have your blinders on, and you're just like going down your path, then you never even get to understand the mm-hmm. fact that like you can be happier, you can gain by sharing. Yeah. Now we're getting into yeah. collectivism again. So I know it's all one thing, right? It's all and one more end thing, and so I think. With sharing, you know, the biggest barrier between sharing and, say, doing something by yourself is that immediate gratification that people may not even be aware of. And I think by sharing and giving that and enjoying that moment, I think that is the only selfishness that you should get in life, right? Like that little yeah. bit of selfishness is fun and it feels good to help I another person. I don't even person. think it's selfish. Like, it I think is. like, like everyone can distill that down. That's like the whole argument where like Mother Teresa could be bad or Gandhi yeah. could be bad, but it's like, man, no, like, if that is considered yeah. selfish, like we need to redefine, we need to like separate the word selfish into like two different words so that we can understand the distinction between like doing something that is like hurting other people by your selfishness or something that is helping both of you through your selfishness. Well, I would say like, I mean, not to jump on the selfishness, there is a positive side of selfishness. Like we talked about, you know, spending a day with yourself and telling people no. Like there, there's things that you need to yeah. self-preserve that are That's about why you. I think But the good, to... I think when we, we separate like when it's good to share and when it's bad to share, it's like oversharing, sharing things that are not going to help anybody, scaring people when you share things. <laughs> you know, there's, there's timing. There's timing with sharing. There's all sorts of responsibility with sharing. And then there's, like you said, the bad side of sharing that like if Mother Teresa was bad and she was like, I don't know, maybe like Hillary Clinton is a sex trafficker. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. But like the point is like you could be anybody if you insert good and bad. Conspiracy and then conspiracy theory now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I said. Like, we're I'm moving on. Like it doesn't matter. I just shared a moment with you. We passed it. Like, <laughs> let's just share yeah, something no, else. Yeah, you can... You can definitely have different on the spectrum of right. like what you're sharing and trying to make sure. And I guess it's like it's all comes back to trying to do something that is going good. to make like a genuine yeah. good feeling inside and kind of following that. And that energy on. is our fuel. Yeah. That selfishness yeah. is to find that fuel, right? But like in, in sharing the enjoyment and the real joy of life and that human thing. The coolest thing, and I, I was telling this story earlier to, to Willie, um, is I remember the first time I cut somebody's hair on my basketball team in Missouri. Like, it was so dope. I remember spending like a good thirty minutes on that haircut, probably longer than I expected, mm-hmm. because I was like, I was burning my hand. Mm-hmm. I, I I didn't charge him. I was like so excited because like, I had been cutting hair forever, but I lost my hair, and I had nobody oh. to tell that I could cut hair. Oh wow! Right, and so finally this one person showed up and was like, "Yeah, I'll let you cut it," probably because he had a bald barber. But that's another conversation for another day. But like, you know, I think there's some with trust with bald barbers, but like. He, he let me cut his hair and like then he goes on TV and he like walks around campus and people are looking at him and talking about his haircut and I'm like I did that mm-hmm. that was kind of cool not that like I need a credit that's a whole other conversation mm-hmm. right but like the fact that like I did that and like I got to share my skill with him and he got joy out of it and yeah. like people liked him for it. they mentioned it he got you know yeah, yeah. When, at the time there was no real Twitter we're old but like there was something where people were like on MySpace it was old it buzz. Matter. But, <laughs> was a natural buzz between people I was people. on this top 8 for a week it doesn't matter <laughs> but the point is like I got to share that moment with him and like now he's off in the NFL doing his own thing and who cares who he is the point is like you had that was dope you right that, and yeah. I bet if I text him he probably won't remember it <laughs> but like that was good for me because that got me to see my creations in the world yeah yeah and sharing that is ju- exactly what that is yeah. like when you know and Willie will get to tell you stories and we also got Byron in here and like I, I mentioned we got Sean in here we're gonna let them get a chance to tell their stories here in a minute but like 
I mean, tell us more about Renee's current sharing. What is she up What's to? What's my current sharing? Oh, this is on the spot real yep. quick. Uh, I feel like I'm, like, in the position. So, like, as a quick background story, I did my PhD postdoc, and then I left, or as I now learned, eloped from <laughs> academia. <laughs> um, and so I'm trying to figure out how to create my next path as one that in which I can build like a scaffolding in which I could share with people. So mm-hmm. I'm like thinking about doing like data science and Ooh. part of why I would want to do that is so I can like open up a space where somebody from like my background, which is like rural Ohio, um, and like I'm a, a female, which is not as common in like the data science space, like I can open it up and try to like figure out how I can share that with everyone else. Because when I tell people I do that, they'll be like, oh, that's crazy. Data, it's all very complicated. How do you do machine learning? It's all hard. It's not, it's not like, it's not that hard. And like, I want to make sure like I can like find a way in so that I can like, then like back in and be like, hey guys, let's like all like do this now because mm-hmm. this is where all the money is. <laughs> <laughs> I want to share some of this money path. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like empowering. Like when you can do things with data, you can like uncover patterns. And there's a lot of cool things that are genuinely there and that's not all money. But like, I want to make sure that we're not leaving people out because it seems like right now in that space, it's, it's kind of, you know, pretty white male at the moment Mm -hmm. and I think that we want to try to open it up so that you can share like the fun cool stuff about it with everyone else but yeah can you see can anybody in this room see Renee being that she is from Ohio doing like the Johnny Manziel Cleveland Browns money dance when she gets that (laughs) data scientist role (laughs) my dancing is not (laughs) seen by anybody but that was a very uh, topical reference thank you for bringing it back to to. the Cleveland Browns (laughs) before we get to some of our guests one of the first thing I want to do because we have not done this uh, just yet is uh, is our CEO of Be Nerd Um, I'm the creative director Cam me um but we have a CEO, and she has a, a deep, strong mission. In meeting her and getting to know her, um, it was an easy choice for me to like, hey, you're going to run this. I'm just going to be the creative behind it and try to help you do the bigger path that you've learned even further than us and the, the, the distance you have gone already and the travel you have, de- you have been to. You know, Maggie is somebody that as soon as I met her, I was like, she gets it. Like, she, if you tell her a story and... and <laughs> You just got to see it, right? When you get to know Maggie and you tell her something about you, she is all engulfed in that moment with you. And it is like one of the most beautiful things ever. I forced her to live with me. So that's just what it is now. Because <laughs> I, when I come home from work, even when I'm ready, I'm like, Maggie, I got something to tell you. And she's like, ooh, and she's ready. And so I know I have somebody to share with something at all times, no matter what it is. And so without me getting into some story about sharing, I want to share with you, Maggie, my CEO, this person that I want to help leads Vnerd, and, and you get to know her. So Maggie, what are you trying to share right now? Ooh, what am I trying to? What am you hear I that ooh? trying you hear that to ooh? share? Yeah. <laughs> None of us knew these questions were coming. Is the, <laughs> the truth? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, slinging. I don't know necessarily. I mean, I'm always happy to share. I'm always happy to share little tidbits or little tidbits of my life or my experiences. But I think to your point, what you just sort of mentioned. I like to facilitate sharing. Mm-hmm. I love sharing. I want to invite everybody over for dinner and have everybody pass the plates around, have, pass the dishes around, and share stories, share experiences, um, share meals. She is our mom, day. by the way. And we there do is that. a weekly dinner. Yeah, that's a, weekly a, dinner. a thing that happens. It's generally last Fridays, <laughs> some days, other days. Everybody's invited. Uh, just hit us up anytime. Seriously, you can join dinner. <laughs> but Maggie, yeah, so. Always. Um, 
But I mean, and and people joke around a lot. Like one time, while we were an accidental four, third, fourth, and fifth wheel on one of our dates, <laughs> and I asked uh, her date a lot of questions. It was good. It was a good grill. <laughs> and and I asked I ask a lot of questions because I want to facilitate that kind of sharing. I love sharing, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to just take and absorb. I want to take and continue to pull out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Maggie Great. used to be uh, a teacher, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a couple teachers that are in here. Actually, all of us at some point have been teaching. And that's just the truth of who we are as people uh, and how we even got here today. But there's a lot of teachers in this room. So, you know, as we introduce more of them, and I I mentioned some of the names, Maggie, why don't you tell us something about teaching that we can maybe segment into the next person and something, just sharing that story and sharing that moment so we can like continue to do that with the next person. Um, talking about teaching. Well, I mean, I, you did mention that we are all teachers here, and we've sort of, as we've gotten to know each other, we have somebody who works in a school day to day right now in Byron. We have somebody who's worked historically with camps and with children, and who continues to work with kids. We have you, who you work with kids as well. Um, I think that part of like the sharing. As adults, you mean you said that adults don't really share right now. They don't have a. They're not motivated to share in the same way. Whereas we're still teaching kids. You're supposed to share. Like we want to. Mm-hmm. We're trying to encourage your nephew to share. We think it's really awesome. He's sharing, mm-hmm. and wondering and sort of identifying. I think that something that we all collectively can do is when does that stop being cool? Mm-hmm. Like when do we start supporting our kids? Sharing. When do we then switch it to saying you need to go after yours? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When when does that message start be coming across, and how do we address that? Right, Byron, Byron over here teaching in the school district, <laughs> Mr. Byron Delcombs. <laughs> um, and when do we teach kids to share? Um, you know, I'm gonna pass on this for just a second, and here's why. Um, I find that talking about sharing and, and teaching kids to share is probably one of the most challenging things for me to do. Yeah. And I feel like I fail at it miserably. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost feel like there's two ways to teach. There's the explicit way where you kind of like state your lesson objective and you let everybody know what you're going to teach them. And then you, you take them through this experience and you're really, very explicit about going through that experience. But then there's the other way where it's very subversive and you invite people into an activity. Yeah. And by design, they're sharing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm much better at the subversive, but that takes a lot more effort on my part. Um, so I guess maybe that's that's what I have to say. Yeah, I'm not going to answer. Here's my answer. <laughs> but there's another way of sharing. Right. So yes, I will pass. To <laughs> he passed some knowledge. That was dope. Yeah. What do you What do you think, Shauna? I would actually challenge what he says because I think in teaching, the way that you're teaching, you're demonstrating sharing. Right, so even though you're not directly teaching them, hey, this is how you share your toy with your friend. You yourself are sharing knowledge with them, you're sharing time with them, you're sharing energy with them, you're sharing love with them, and they see that. They may not put it together right away, but because you're their role model, they're gonna try to model after you, Mm -hmm. and therefore they're gonna wanna teach someone, love someone, do all of that. So I would say, yeah. you're sharing. Oh, I, I, mean, I, feel like, I feel like Willie just told a story, the exact thing. Mm-hmm. I, I love exactly what she just said. Uh, role model, teach them to share, they learn from it, they gather that information up, and then now you got little sharelings going around. <laughs> that's what I like to call those sharelings. That's oh my around. God, that's so good. So, 
What do you find the most when you're sharing that like people grab on to first? What do they notice about you when you're sharing? It's genuine. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, I'm not doing it to get something back and to receive. It's, mm. You just got to share. I mean, whatever happened, you know, sharing is caring. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. give it all out. Just leave it out there and let somebody else take on what you just did and they'll give it to somebody else. Tell us that story when uh, that uh, Shauna was giving an example of. I was basically running a camp, summer camp, over 500 kids. And this is Willie Shaw, by the way, 8-0 and o boxer out of <laughs> Oakland. I didn't give an intro, and that's not what I do didn't here. I know we're it. having a conversation, but this guy's a big deal, and I hope you check out his YouTube. We're going to send all the leaks on the podcast, but definitely check out what he's up to. <laughs> Thank you. And um, over 500 kids, and we will have kids come in you can't take the kids to lunch and take them to the store you can't go buy sandwiches and me I'm a big kid and I'm for the people that will get to know me in the future I'm a big big kid and um, I wouldn't go listen to that for my bosses so I take them to the store anyway and some days we have kids that wouldn't have food or wouldn't bring in lunch or the parents you know just couldn't afford to give them the money for lunch so I would buy kids lunch didn't matter who it was, what you asked for, you grab it, I'm going to get it. And one day the kids just asked me, why do you give us lunch? Why do you give us money for lunch? Why do you pay for it? And I told them, well, you know, one day you're going to be in my shoes. You're going to see somebody else doing the same thing you were doing, and you're not going to want them to go through the same path you're going through. Right. And I also told them, I can't watch you watch me eat. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody eat together we're like a whole family and that's beautiful after two days of me paying for food the whole camp started sharing it putting money together one kid would ask another kid you got you got money today don't worry i I got five bucks for us we can split this in half i mean kids got the craziest imagination ever Mm -hmm. so when they come to them putting money together and type of candy and snacks you think that they might not get well they'll they'll make it happen they'll come back and (laughs) What they didn't have, I would I knew the store person, so I would just tell the store person I'll pay for the rest. And, ah, we, we 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 did it. I don't know how we had enough, but <laughs> we did it. So that's like one of my little secrets that's I kind of keep. They never really know, so that's dope. Yeah. That's my whole story of sharing. I mean, everybody that ever took my class knew what sharing was. Even if it was just equipment, gloves, mm-hmm. it was even crazy. I even had one guy ask to borrow my mouthpiece. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty weird. To <laughs> I didn't yeah, give it to him, though, but... You knew what the, he meant. Yeah, yeah, I knew what he meant. So yeah. my thing was, like, oh, I'll get you a brand new one. How about yeah. that? Shauna's... <laughs> what do you think about sharing mouthpieces? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you can share it and you can keep it. <laughs> it's like gum. Right. Okay. I have this forever. <laughs> I think one of the interesting things I've noticed from both Byron and Willie's stories, and, like, so Byron... Well, his first job, he'll, like, come and get a kid that's, like, having a tough day and bring him into his office and, like, have him draw pictures and try to get, help him get through it. I'm probably not doing, like, a very good job of explaining, like, no. the intricacies of what that's you great. do. No. Yeah. But, like, it's, like, that kind of quality and the quality of, like, you know, they get as much candy or, like, I mean, we're assuming they're not eating candy. They're eating really good, like, Veg- carrot sticks yeah. and stuff yeah. that they're going to the store and buying. But, yeah. like, there's, like, a total expansiveness to this kind of sharing where it's not just, like, a... 
uh, I'll share my time. I got 15 minutes today. I'll share it with you. And which you just like automatically feel like, oh, it's going to cut off. It's going to end soon. When you get sharing and this kind of quality in which you're like, I can come into the office and sit there for as much time as I need. Or like, I can like get like what I feel like I need. It starts to like make things seem limitless mm-hmm. and start to make you like believe that like mm-hmm. you can do anything because you just start understanding that like there is not just like a cutoff point yeah. to like this all ending. And I think that's like a cool quality that sharing kind of enables. Yeah, I think at, at its deepest core, and we have the perfect person here who likes to talk straight from the core, which is me, but I just I just recently found a new person who is the same. <laughs> Sophie. Hi. Tell us a little bit more about what she was expanding on. Um, so I guess sharing for me within... Um, the capacities that I take up, uh, it, like I try to educate my kids a lot about consumerism, right? Mm-hmm. And just um, like all things are one thing, and so it's like they can kind of apply that same systematic, you know, like uh, thing that's been thrust onto them, right? Uh, to like the injustices they feel, like waking up every day in a space of concentrated poverty, right? And so it's like. Um, when you educate them in, in, in like parallel like stuff that they're going through, they kind of they are able like just to see how you know like uh, steer away from like individualism mm-hmm. and um, like really break down just you know like those conditioned behaviors, thought processes, and stuff like that. But it's all about like just taking them back like educationally mm-hmm. and. Um, doing different exercises to show them like how all things are one thing yeah mm-hmm. i mean it, it seems like the more we talk about this the more the lowest common denominator is time and as you share time with someone you're in it, you're just gonna learn right you're gonna get something from them like shauna said you're gonna see the in-between intangible concepts of what it is they're really giving you the more time you spend with them so one of my problems is like i get invites to to volunteer all the time and as a black male who has you know a job or whatever at the level I have whatever people are seeing when they ask me to do this stuff I think to them and I'm like you know you're asking me to instill magic in this group of kids in a short period of time I can show up but I'm not gonna just do that is that okay you know like they're like well we have this schedule and and I'm like Willie what are these rules about helping? Does that make sense? <laughs> like, did you... They told a teacher at a school, don't help the kids eat, you know? That's wild. Because some teachers, their husbands are rich. So should you tell those teachers not to share? And if that teacher was not necessarily inclined to share, I've seen the movie The Substitute or all those other like 90s movies about white teachers coming into the hood. They all learned something. And honestly, all they learned... Is that people of color have always been sharing. And then they go, oh, snap. They're willing to share with me off the bat. Like, yeah, there was a little bit of tension, but that's just learning how to speak someone's language. But we want to share. Like, when you meet somebody, whether you offer them that weird handshake that you know they can't do, or that, you know, you say some nickname that they're not even sure of, what you're doing is you're giving them something. Give them that moment to say, like, you raised your hand. You're like, I got something. You want it? And that other person... Nine times out of ten, it wants it, but in most adults, that last step, like she said, because we speak from the core, is that these societal learnings tell us don't take certain things. Some of my funniest stories 
when Maggie asked me to do something that I obviously can do, she's like, can you hold this napkin? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, no, never mind. And I was like, Maggie, why'd you ask me and then not want it? I don't want to bother you. But so I think like that little step, right? Like there's this little step that I recognize when she's saying it, where there's this concept of a burden that you're putting on somebody else when you are about to give something or say something or share something. And I'm on the other end of the spectrum, and people will tell you this too. Like sometimes I'll just share some some shit that ain't it ain't really time per se, <laughs> but it's on me right now. And like I'm hoping somebody else can help me. And yeah, I might fail on the first person, or maybe even the second person. I'd be like, who is this, and what are you talking about? Because I might be talking to a stranger in an elevator, or I might be talking to Maggie at like too late at night, and she's like, Cam, what are you doing? And so I need I'm I'm learning how when the timing about sharing because I'm such an open book. I'm learning that the book still has covers. Right. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Sometimes a book needs to close. And so yesterday I took the time off and I learned a lot about myself. But as soon as I was done, I was like, time to share. Because I was like, yeah. And to give you backstory, you know, I wanted to do this this podcast with Renee. And we were like, we're going to talk a little bit here and there. Um, and then I was like, oh, let's add a couple guests to see how it goes. And then I realized, like, why am I just creating a platform to talk and have me talk? And so you're going to see over time. This sharing is meant to like evolve. I mean, there should be episodes where Maggie's talking to somebody, or Shauna, if she wants to, leads a conversation with somebody. Or if Willie's even interested, he should come and lead a conversation with somebody else. And the biggest thing that I've been saying since the beginning for Be Nerd and all the things that we want to see done here is that it shouldn't be about any one of us. The cool thing is we have these vessels that are full of life, and they have POVs, and they have different successes. And they have flaws and all those other things. They're just vessels, right? But inside of us are these super powerful, thoughtful, amazing, we'll just call them brains for the moment. So I don't have to get religious or weird or, you know, <laughs> feathery, burning man talk like some people want to go that way. Let's just go like this is magical brain inside because that's just obviously physical. And that, in that brain, we've talked about forever. You're only using like 10%. You can't, what if I told you like you can't get to the rest until you share something? And then they give you. And it's like if you talk about like a hard drive, right? Like, Willie, you're a nerd like me. Like, if you talk about like a hard drive, like, if I only got 10% that I can fill, I'm limiting myself if I just sit with that 10% and enjoy it. So what are you trying to do with the other 90% that you want to fill up? I'm about to go try and get as much information as I can. I call it stealing from the mind. So you guys go tell me something. I'm not gonna tell you I'm gonna steal it, but I'm gonna steal it and I'm gonna <laughs> keep it for myself. I'm gonna go somewhere else and steal it from somebody else, and bam. Now I got a little more information to store on my hard drive. Even when I'm full, I'm gonna try to get another hard Blue drive. Blue <laughs> <laughs> more. I need some more. I'm not done yet, so that's what I would usually do. Yeah. So what, are, what are you currently thinking about? I mean, you know, Sophie's your, your peeps, that's your family. What are you two kind of scheming up at all times and thinking about sharing? Positivity. Ooh. Positivity and um, like impacting others. I mean, youth per se, of course, but just I got a gift which I realized, but took me a while to realize. We're not talking about athletic wise, we're talking about everybody has a little gift that they have. And, Everybody always tell me, you got to give with people. You got to give with people. You have this gift. And I start to shrug people off. Gift, what are they talking about? There's no way I'm going to have a gift. What are you talking about? Then I realized, 
I'm a likable person, which that's what everybody <laughs> So that's what I thought it was. And then I realized being more than just likable is people actually listen to me. Mm-hmm. Not everybody listens to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we got all people, we hear people on TV and people saying these little monologues and we're like, you're just saying bull crap. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. But for some reason, every time I spoke or talk, I got tons of people always coming up to me after hey, man, that's good, that's dope. And every time I talk to my sister, she just be like, well, you know, we need to go around and do this. Nice. You got to come talk to my my camp or my little kids. And Keep I turned them down. Yeah. I did. I, I was nervous. <laughs> I can speak to them, like, you know, individually, but it took me a while to kind of get up in front of a lot of people and really just talk. So we, we on did. that impact life you know mm-hmm. you're going through something we gonna tell you like hey what why are you there oh you know i'm down right now because my theories and brainstorming ain't working out why why, why they're not working out you gonna tell us well I'm just not confident right now until the first thing we gonna tell you what hey you bet why you, you you don't need to not be confident right now you yeah. got to get up whatever you do right now you just look forward to that. Everything else throw up behind. See all the good. It, the negative, you got to see the good. So that's what we kind of like say all the time. Mm-hmm. We like the lectures of our family. That's it. No, I like how he's no. talking in we. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. No, that's no, very no. cool. <laughs> you guys are like sitting next to each other, but you're just we. <laughs> yeah, the we. It's dope. I think earlier, too, I'm just like, we, like, we, we are, oh, we, we are, are, like, um, that's just how we are. We know that we are no one without each other. And mm-hmm. so... That's dope. That's good. It took LeBron like seven years to get to that point. Okay. All right. Leading the league in assists. We are really going there right now. Don't me to pull a Kanye update in the middle of this oh, impactful moment. Kanye was at Camp Floyd. No, no, no. It's not, it's, not, it's not time for that. It's not time for that. I, I actually want to hear, because, you know, as somebody who's about to be a father in February, um, that's, a, that's a language. Sharing is a language. It's not, a, it's not an act. It's a language. The thing that people recognize when they see Willie is the same thing I saw him. I saw him for like, taught me three seconds. I was like, who is this dude? <laughs> right? And it was like, I need him now. And I was like, they were like, it's what? true. He's not, he's not lying. Cam was sitting next to me while you were talking uh, and whispered to me, we got we to gotta talk to Willie. We got to talk to Willie. Yeah, Willie. I, I ran just my, talked about. He was like, I ran over there and I was me. like, go get Willie, right? But like, I think like something happened. Whatever it was when somebody told me I was about to be a father or I had to do father-esque things. Honestly, the first person I thought about was Byron. I mean, you have a son. His name is Miles. I know everything about him. Like, You're constantly sharing with another human being. You don't want to talk about school. You can take a pass on school, but you can't take a pass on this. <laughs> Tell me about fatherhood and sharing. Um, well, I, I feel like I was really blessed in the sense that my son is incredibly talented in the sense that um, he has he has a gift, like, like every child has a gift. But his is one of um, quiet perseverance. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, he has always been a listener, and it took him forever to speak. Like, he was almost four and a half. I just thought, when is he going to speak? When is he going to speak? And now sometimes, you know, I wish he would not speak so Because <laughs> he's a teenager now. He's, he's going to be 14 December 4th. Um, I really, really um, 
I'm very, very proud of him. He's a cellist. Um, he has a concert today in Castro Valley. Um, he's in the Oakland Youth Symphony Orchestra, and he also goes to a mu music music school in Berkeley. That is a proud father, everybody. Yeah, so I'm very, very proud of him. Um, I think a quintessential story about like his his quiet perseverance has to do with his ability to stand back and big up people around him. When he graduated from fifth grade, you know, he was going to public school. And, you know, he's he's definitely comes from a family and, and is of, a, of an ilk. He could, he could thrive in public school. He could thrive in, in private school. It just so happens we have means so he could be in a private school. But this was his last year in a, in a public school, and it was a graduation, and uh, everyone had a prepared speech. And uh, one of the kids froze in his speech and got like two words in and he just broke down and started crying and my son stood up and just started clapping and it was like weird because like he was the only one that did it okay. but he did it in a way that like people realized yes yes you should be clapping for him and then everyone else started clapping and then you know he sat down mm -hmm. but like when he did that I was like shocked that he would be the one to be you know, to carry that torch mm -hmm. and be inspired, like, then I'm, then I'm crying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that that's who he is, and I'm very proud of that. Man, I wish my dad, did he exist, also told me something that specific about myself. We talked about in the previous episode about identity, and that I wished that someone could be like, you have a quiet perseverance. And mine, I think, was that um, you don't need anybody else for energy. I think I needed to tell that as a child. And just stuff like that. Like as a as a dad, I appreciate you for sharing that. As like being a sh sharing him with the world, like that's dope. Some people don't share their kids with the world. Um, and like, just thank you. That's dope. Yeah, that. thank you. Yeah, Shauna, what's up, girl? What's up? <laughs> Shauna's over here hanging out with Winnie. Yeah, you hear a slight meow. Here's some meows from the background. Meows background. Shana, Winnie's new. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are you trying to share with us in the world right now? I know you're trying to sweat every day, but that's every day. Yeah. What else are you trying to share with us? Um, you know, I think I fall in, into the oversharing category <laughs> quite a bit, um, especially on social media. Like, we talked about this a little bit. Like, I have no problem being like, oh, this is my life. It's super weird, and I'm going to tell you anyway. And we also talked about the fact that I, I noticed that that helps other people open up, mm -hmm. whether I know them or not. I mean, on Instagram, obviously, maybe I don't know them, but... I would say with my friends as well and just my family and, you know, like the fact that I'm totally fine being like, hey, my dad's not my dad. I'm from a donor. How's your dad? You know, like, <laughs> like you know, it's, I think it just, I mean, I, to people in Ubers, you know, they'll be like, so do you have any siblings? And I'm like, well, <laughs> it's kind of a difficult question to ask or answer, which it, it sounds. It's crazy really, how much that might be asked, asked, right? That's crazy how much that's Yeah. Huh? That's crazy how much how normal of a conversation that gets pulled into your life every day. Yeah, and you know, it's it's very I could be like, Oh, I'm an only child and just like shut up right. and not tell people. But then you share. But but I do tell people as if I know them and I'm like, Well, it's kind of a hard like I grew up an only child, but I'm not actually an only child. I actually have twenty two siblings. Then they're like, What? And I'm like, <laughs> long story and you know, like I end up telling them. Um that's a long Uber pool. <laughs> right. Or sometimes it's very short and I just walk out of the Uber and I'm like, sorry to leave you hanging with that. 
follow me at <laughs> right, right. that little tidbit. But yeah, I mean, I think you know, I've been a teacher in many capacities over my life. I everything from you know playing a teacher when I was a little kid to um, I was a camp counselor and I was a coach and I was a camp coach and I you know was a school teacher and I've been a fitness instructor for a very long time for. 22 years, um, and you know I've been a, a TA and at the academic level, and will probably be starting to teach you know back at the back in academia soon. So like I, the teaching's just always been my thing, and um, you know I think like I was saying earlier to to Byron that you, the sharing in that capacity, sure you're sharing knowledge or you're sharing you know like in terms of fitness, I'm sharing my experience with how to do a certain exercise or activity or pose or whatever it is um but i think more than anything especially this day and age just sharing in in the sense of showing up mm-hmm. <laughs> and just being there time. yeah time um whether yeah and it's it, sometimes it, it's time in many different ways right like sometimes it's time in person and sometimes it's time like i'm gonna actually answer your comment or your question or your whatever um but i you know i think sharing to me is is very much about that and I think you mentioned this earlier that like there's so much sharing in reverse that happens because every single time I teach or I do something like I'm learning mm-hmm. and I sometimes to the point where I feel sort of selfish I'm like oh I'm learning more than you are actually right now <laughs> don't tell <laughs> right me. right like every time I go to teach and if I say something and like everyone does exactly what I'm saying I'm like oh that works that's amazing I'm gonna take that with me or oh totally did not catch that they <laughs> did not have no idea what I was saying yeah. um you know so like I learned about that and then I learned about people and I learned you know and then I can take that and share it with someone else mm-hmm. and I think that that's sort of like the cycl- cyclical nature of of what you can do teaching and sharing and, yeah. and all of that I mean besides the lowest common denominator of time one of the things I noticed among all of the stories and the questions and ideas that you all have conveyed to us is Every single time, no matter what you wanted to share, you had to ask a ton of questions. And every time you asked those questions, you'd run into opposition. And it's, are you willing to ask those next set of questions? Er, er. Whoa, what? Is that another thing? Is that another thing? Oh, my God. How did are we going to talk about something else? <laughs> we like, didn't even plan that. No, it didn't seem like you were oh doing that. It seemed like you were taking yourself up. No, bro. Actually, I thought of that when, when, um, when Willie was bringing that up in his story about people asking all these questions and asking him constantly the source, the source, the source. And the, the truth there is no answer. Like, where are you getting this? Where are you getting this? But he asked a ton of small questions to himself, to others along the way, where he goes, do I have to only talk to one person at a time? And I think that's where we all are right mm-hmm. now, two together, where it's like, I could mentor kids one-on-one. I could do this one-on-one thing, but that's only serving me. And I go, what could I do if I did more? And, that, and we end up asking these questions over and over to ourselves. But by having a group of people around us, by having a, you know, a purpose kind of backing us, by having that ego getting out of our way, it makes space for, ask, for asking questions that are actually going to be core forced questions. to answer. Yeah, core questions that you got to answer yourself. Or questions from your friends. Questions where they're saying like, hey, are you sure that's what you want to be doing? It doesn't look like what you said. Or... You know, questions from family. Like he, like he said, like Willie said, like family's like, hey, you didn't do the thing we talked about. Mm-hmm. Were, were we doing, or good job for doing things talking about what are we going to do next? Like there's, there's a limited number of questions, but there is a way to structure yourself 
so that you can actually prepare yourself for the next set of questions you have to ask. And not necessarily knowing what they are, but that you're not afraid of them. But and so, are we gonna leave that for? I think that yeah, we definitely gotta leave that for another time because there's only one more thing. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we probably over we probably beat our record we in probably time did. by a ton. So I do people. appreciate everybody. We gotta have all the links out there. Willie Shaw, Pro Boxing, Oakland. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. Byron Delcom. He's Oakland's Magic Whisperer. By the way, <laughs> he teaches at the school that Will used to go to, oh, which was yes. a fun connection. We all found out. Today. That's actually gonna be an offline. Story. I mean, <laughs> we're probably all of us in this room, and I'm predetermining this. We're all gonna go to Markham School. We're all gonna figure I out what the next step it, is because be there's awesome. no way field that I'm trip. gonna sit here now and not know that I can't be helping. All right, right? So field trip is the next one. Field trip to Markham School. <laughs> Anybody so listening awesome. to this, you're absolutely welcome to join us. Um, we're gonna structure something. We'll figure out a way to capture people's information. I want to flood Markham School with resources. You know, advocates. People who can help these kids and the teachers as much as Byron is. So and also supporting Byron. So and then thank you again to Shauna, Shauna Harrison, you know her, and then Maggie for joining us. Uh, you're gonna get to know learn so much more about her over time. And I'm gonna sneak and I'm probably gonna grab Sophie on my own and just do this whole little like poetry thing. I don't know what it is, but like me and her, we're like the same. I always said I was made of feminine energy, so it makes sense. Uh, so we're going to yeah. spend some time together, and I hope you guys get a chance to meet every single one of these people um, through Be Nerd and our podcast and every other link that we're going to share. So keep sharing. Share, the next share, episode share. is going to be about asking questions. questions. Be a shareling. Be a shareling. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs>